Hello, and welcome to another episode of Alexis Says. I am your host, Alexis Miguez, and joining me this week is my darling wife, Edina Miguez. Hello. And special guest, Janelle Gonzalez. Hi, guys. Jenny. What's going on? What is good, ladies? How are we doing today? We're good. Excited to talk about today's episode. Ooh, yes, yes. Yeah, so for today's episode, I say this shit is funny. So we're going <laughs> to actually talk about what we think are some of the best comedies that we've seen on TV. So we're only going to be talking about TV shows, right? Movies will have to wait. So you guys are going to have to hang on a little tight for that one. But we're going to talk about all the TV shows that we feel are the funniest ones that we have seen. So, you know, no particular order. We, we all made a list. Honestly, Janelle made the list. I, I wrote down like four <laughs> shows literally 10 minutes ago. Because I'm very shit at this. You know, Janelle wrote on a paper and it's filled front to back with bullet points. Okay, I'm pretty sure like I saw like star stickers yeah. on it. Like it, it's it's set. <laughs> I did like 10 shows just in case. See, there yeah. you go. Yeah, she, she even has backup. She even has backup <laughs> service for this, man. She's ready to go. Uh, I am ill-prepared. In the meantime, I had to go through Netflix and HBO comedy so I can see like the titles of things. But I'm like, I don't remember anything. You should just Google like funny TV shows to see what pops up. <laughs> Here's my list. Here's what I got for you guys. I wonder how many times I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, this episode. Watch. Oh man. Um, okay, so you know, let, let's just start off. Uh, Janelle, since you are the honored guest for this week, why don't you stop and throw a TV show at us? All right, so I'm gonna do one that I know Edina loves, and that's New Girl. Oh, ah, I, I love it too. Don't throw me under the bus like <laughs> my parents into it, and my mom is obsessed with it. It's a it's a great fucking show. That's I what, started rewatching it at, like on my lunch breaks at work. How many times have you seen the seasons? Twice. We're I've lost count. We <laughs> literally have it running. It's like when um, I think we had seen it about three times. Since it came out, so when it was on TV and then twice, yeah, yeah. Uh, but when they took Friends off of Netflix, <laughs> Alexis oh, and I yeah, like just, just had that replaced. Yeah. yeah so, friends. so for those of you that don't know, so New Girl is a comedy that used to be on Fox. It, it ended maybe what three years ago. Uh, it stars Zoe Deschanel. Uh, you got uh, oh god, what was uh, Damon uh, Jr., Jake Johnson, Lamorne, Lamorne Morris, and oh man, what's Shit. uh, what, what's Schmidt's real name? <laughs> <laughs> what Schmidt? He's a Schmidt to me, you know. Like he's I'm, I'm Googling it. He he but, also did um the Ryan Murphy show. He he did the American Horror Story. Shows and just new yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, right right now, like he, he's got some <laughs> random sitcom with Saturday the Entertainer. But yeah, they're all doing their own thing. Actually, uh, the guy the guy that plays Winston Lamorne Morris just got a new TV show on Hulu called Woke. Oh, I've been wanting. It'll be to pretty that. funny. Like uh, he's like a, a cartoonist who draws like black cartoons, but he doesn't really understand, I guess like the wokeness of what's going on out there until one day he gets um, almost shot by the cops. Right. And then he starts seeing shit out in the world that makes him woke. You know, and, and you know, people are like, Oh, you're seeing this. Like, yeah, dude, you're woke. You didn't know that. Wait, but who, who gets woke the cartoonist or the cartoon? No, the, no, no, the cartoonist. And he sees cartoons coming to life in the real world that are showing him all the, the racist things that are like out in the world. So basically that's how he becomes woke. Wow fascinating yeah that's a cool concept yeah it, it's out now so like we'll, we'll probably check that one out but anyways back to new girl so basically zoe de chanel's character jess um, by the way his name is max greenfield max greenfield there we go yes. so um her character jess lives in a loft with 
at well, with three dudes, right? At 1.4. That she met on Craigslist. Exactly, yeah. Which is a really bad precedent, okay? Do not do that, ladies, okay? Do not go on <laughs> Craigslist and for a, a fucking apartment, okay? Well, but part of that is that um, she thought the ad was for women because apparently Schmidt made it so sound like so like feminine that she figured she was moving in with three women and was surprised. Uh, which makes so much sense for Schmidt's character. He's such a he's such a random TV character. He's amazing. Yeah. He's, he's one my of my favorite. Favorite, like his him during parkour. Parkour. <laughs> no, I think my favorite is when he's cooking Thanksgiving and he and Cece aren't together yet. And she keeps like putting her finger in the food to try it. And he like loses his mind. No, my, my favorite is the one where Cece wants to get the breast reduction. <laughs> <laughs> I just Here, you need to put this on. It's the, the music matches my it, tribute for them and like he has this full conversation with her breasts <laughs> so Janie, this is this is gonna be an interesting question because i know where alexa stands on this but yeah. how do you feel about these two seasons where zoe de chanel actually goes on maternity leave but they pretend that her character just goes into a jury jury duty jury mm -hmm. duty yeah for a major trial Oh, and they bring on Megan right. Fox. Megan Fox, yes. I actually just finished watching the episode right before she starts jury duty. I mean, it's whatever. It is what it is. Like, I, I appreciate them trying to continue it on. Either way, like, Schmidt's my favorite. Even those, all of them combined have their own, like, chemistry. But, yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather have them continue on and not cancel it just because she's preggos. Yeah. No, no, but but not even cancel it. Do you feel the show got better when they took Jess off the show? Well, no, she kind of, yeah, she just kind of suggested she didn't. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. No. I, I don't know. Like, it, it got to a point where the show hit a stride that was like, this is much funnier without her in it. So I actually loved, loved, loved Megan Fox's character. And to your point, Janie, they had all like this crazy chemistry that they developed over these years. And I feel like Megan Fox really just fit in seamlessly. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel abrupt by throwing her in there. Yeah. And then it got to the point that when they brought back Jess, I'm like, man, Jess is such a metida. Like she, <laughs> she like, <gets laughs> Girl, she's so intrusa, bro. And, uh, she's <laughs> so intrusa. <laughs> like, you know, like, and I'm like, can we just go back to when it was just? And I loved Megan Fox's character with just how mean she is. Like she's yeah. such a mean person, but in such a hilarious way. Yeah, no, like yeah. I, I love when she first met Winston, she was like, "You've been dumped a lot." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how the, "How the hell did you know that?" <laughs> now, here's my question for you: Do you think the show got better or worse after Damon Wayans? left because he left um, and then suffered. he came back and then he left again yeah yeah okay so he had to leave because you need winston in that show right to me winston is overall mvp as far as like what the show needed uh when coach came back like no, season three and four those are my favorite season because he's in it right because like he yeah you know, I agree. So well Co everybody Co else. coach is a gem yeah uh, the show suffered from him leaving, yeah, but you know, it, you still have the core of Nick Schmidt and Winston, you know, which for me was all I needed on that show. Like Nick is by far my favorite character on that show. Like that that bastard can do no wrong. Like, like everything that like uh, last night I rewatched the bar crawl episode. <laughs> the oh my crawl, 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 crawl. And then Schmidt's so like, great. oh, I didn't know uh, Nick had like such a upset to like start a, a giant mob. 
Yeah, you know what's funny? Every time I see the crawl is for all, I always remember you and that that Irish pub crawl we went on. Oh my gosh. What when was that? A million years ago, Janelle. A yeah. million years ago. It, it, it <laughs> before we got wiped up. It, it's, it's yeah, seriously. Three, um oh my god. That you were gonna Irish? Yeah. I was supposed to go. And on the way there, I got into a car crash. I, I was like in a freaking five car pileup. I was so annoyed. Well, maybe it wasn't a pub crawl. It might have just been us at the pub at the Iron. I think it was just us for at the some reason, pub. For some reason, without fail, every time I see that episode, I think about you. I don't know what the connection is. <laughs> it, it's a great Drinking. episode. But, um, What's wrong with it? You know, like to your point, though, going back to about whether or not Coach um, added or took away from it. So I, I agree with you. I think that we needed Winston. He brings, I actually read an article once where people are like, nobody understands why Winston's on the show. And I'm like, what do you mean? And Winston's like everything you need him to be. He's just like the one that's never really like the episode where he gets, he sees color for the first time. Oh my gosh. Yes. And he always yeah, has some color brochure. Like, oh, they was like brown yeah, or, or yellow. Or yellow. He's like, I hate yellow. It's like, I don't know if you're colorblind. Be like, I don't have sound. You let me go outside like this? <laughs> I tried telling you. It's not so good. Um, but yeah, so I feel like Winston just, I don't know. He's just like the one that never really has like a very complex storyline. He's just literally there to make you crack up. Like he's when he's so wholesome. That's the thing. He's yeah. just, I don't know if I consider him wholesome. Cuddle him. Uh, Winston can be the wrong thing. Like, he cares so much and he's just so like bobo that like, you just like you just have to love him. I think you're forgetting the part, the couple episodes where he was considering killing Ferguson because he belonged to the ex-girlfriend, and he was That's like, "How oh, am I going to kill you?" <laughs> and, like, and, like he, he made like a little tiny noose to hang him. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, so good. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, man. But I, I do think that going back to the boy because we keep getting derailed. Um, Coach added to the show and i think the only sad part about coach is that he wasn't on it in its entirety because i think all of the guys had a role none of them competed with each other yeah. and but what i love them my absolute favorite episode absolute like i can't stop crying from laughter every time i see it and it's a specific scene is when winston has the cop come over for the yes. investigation for yes. the oh my gosh the crack rocks <laughs> 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 when 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 Nick is talking about the fact that he hadn't had an erection in a year, yeah. and then he goes, "I thought it was over." He wasn't, and his voice cracked. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. Yeah, oh, it's so great. Yeah, and then like he starts singing "Landslide" by the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Good, yeah. See, so watch that show. Yeah, definitely recommend New Girl, as you guys can tell for sure, for sure. And not for nothing, they have some of the best cameos too. That like you wouldn't expect. They have a lot of cameos in that. They have Prince. 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 Yeah. On the show, as himself, as like a ping pong champion too. Yeah. But, and like <laughs> Prince could actually do all that shit. Like Prince was like that guy could do yeah. no wrong. He could do, do whatever he wanted all the time. Do you want some pancakes? I some pancakes right now. <laughs> um, and I, I was, I'm sure he made fire ass pancakes. You know what I love the yeah. most about that show though is that I think the show is also very realistic with life today. So these are 
what, four late 20s, early 30-year-olds that all live together because Los Angeles is stupid expensive mm-hmm. and the most affordable. And like, Jess is a teacher. Nick is a bartender. Like, these people, in a normal sitcom, they would have these lavish apartments with one roommate. But they're like, right. no, we're we all well, live here. Although, technically, that loft is fucking massive. Okay, it's yes. huge. Yes, but they also, like, created a room they weren't supposed to, one. And then, two. They all share the love- same bathroom. When, yeah, when Cece and Schmidt bought a house, mm. they bought a gut. And, and he was like, uh, you know, he's a, like a, an executive yeah, yeah, yeah. but or, or like high up in his marketing career. But I mean, it's it's alluded. I mean, he makes a point the entire show to let everyone know he makes more Spoiler money. alert. Yeah, sorry. Schmidt and Cece buy a house. Oh, my God. Yeah, you got to like. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that implies that. a lot. Oh, dude, it's so good. Okay, cut that out. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. It's not a big deal. All right, so let's move on to a different show. Like, so what, what show do you want to bring up, babe? The Mindy Project. The Mindy Project. Okay. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. I've heard so many good things about it. Oh, and man. I love her. Like, I yeah. love Mindy Kelly. Yeah. Oh, then you're so many good things about it. To yeah, me, this yeah. This is like, like peak if, Mindy. If, yeah, if you like her humor, like, this is a show for you. So, yeah, so the Mindy Project. <laughs> I'm remembering the Tankini episode. So she has to go on a on a date. Um, her well, boyfriend wants to take her away for a weekend, and she's a so in the show she's a doctor. She's a gynecologist, and she obviously works at a gynecology practice. And one of the male doctors just says, "Why don't you just wear a tankini?" And she's like, "Come here, come here." She just slaps him across the face, and she's like, "I will never wear a tankini." And I don't know why that slapstick moment got me so hard. It was a great scene. She literally tells him, come here. He just leans over because she wants to tell him something. And she slaps him across the face. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. no, Yeah, that show. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, like you said, it's her. She's a gynecologist. and Well, uh, it's smart. Yeah, I think it was, it was on Fox at first. Uh, right? Was it Fox Yes, first? and they canceled Fox it canceled like it they do. Fox, uh, they make no sense, man. They, they bring in so many shows and they cancel. Like, New Girl uh, was almost canceled. Yeah. Was no, no. Comedies. So, New Girl was canceled. Because I remember being a part of this experience because I was watching it on TV and I was heartbroken. <laughs> and then I think the outrage was so, um, like, it was so huge that, like, they decided to bring yeah. it back. Well, like, you would think they would learn because, like, Family Guy, they canceled Family Guy, right? And, you know, the people were, like, bring it back. And then Family Guy still been on for how long now? Maybe 15 years of Family Guy? Well, Mindy Project, they canceled and then Hulu bought it. And they were able, yeah. which I thought ended up working well, out because better. they were able to be raunchier with the humor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, you can do a lot more. Like network TV shows, it's tough, man. You know, like New Girl like is one is one of the rare ones cuz network shows like I tend to not find that funny because like they can't do too many risks. So much stuff, yeah. Yeah, they, they keep it safe, you know. Uh but New Girl um, had a lot of innuendo and things like that, like, like a lot of jokes with the little between the line for all their jokes. So like that, <laughs> you know. So definitely uh, a mini project, yeah, moving to Hulu. Made it made a show not raunchier, <laughs> but they they were able to go you know deeper with the jokes and things like that. Yeah. What, what what's funny? I'm remembering a new girl episode. Oh god. Where coach has a breakup, and then he starts to cry in class, and just like, well, he taught the kids about the complexities of sex. Like <laughs> that. <laughs> or like how emotionally complicated sex can get. <laughs> Who else can rock this much green and still look dope? <laughs> <laughs> like we should make like a new girl episode. Like, we should. Like, I can literally quote that show. <laughs> but yeah, so, so Mindy Project. I'm not gonna spoil it the way I spoiled New Girls. Sorry for anybody who got that spoiled by me. Fuck it, still watch it. 
fuck it, still watch it. Honestly, it's amazing. Um, I will say that what I love about the Mindy Project is that it's really smart. Obviously, Mindy Cowling is a brilliant writer, but it's really smart. And her character is very evolved in the sense of like, she's got a great self, well, she, yeah, like she's very like, she's got a great self-esteem, like almost like delusional, <laughs> but it's hilarious. Yeah. And she's like, oh, a, a, you know, a full figured woman. She's not ashamed of the fact that she loves to eat. And like, she has all these incredible relationships and she's, you know, the super accomplished and she has all these dreams. And then she's <laughs> this full figured woman. She loves to eat. She has this inflated sense of self. She's very confident. She's brilliant. She's ambitious. And um, I think one of the most relatable things about her is that she still wants to get married. She still wants to have kids. She's very much a modern day woman that like, you don't have to make this choice between your career and having these things that you, that you, I guess in a more traditional sense would want. But what I love is that when her love interests require her to give up a part of who she is, mm -hmm. despite how much she wants that, she chooses herself and she says no. Mm -hmm. you know, she puts a limit to it. And I think that's just such a self-respecting message. And I love it. I absolutely love the Mindy Project. You need to watch it. Following up with that, have you seen Never Have I Ever on Netflix? Oh my gosh, yes. I love it <laughs> so much. Paxton Hall Yoshida, baby. <laughs> <laughs> right, the show's new. No one in my high school as Paxton Hall Yoshida, okay? Oh my God, he's so cute. No I'm like, He's adorable. He's adorable. <laughs> he's he's adorable. too young for us to say he's hot, but yeah. he's adorable. <laughs> he's too young to get I mean, adorable. he's not 16. I think he's like 20 something, 24. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like 18, 19 or something like that. I yeah. mean, might as well. The be only one that is 16 is the the main girl. The main girl? Oh, she's hilarious though. Yeah. She's I so actually cool. did enjoy that show because like um, you know, like you, you would think that it's like a, you know, your prototypical <laughs> teen angst, you know, kind of show. But it was actually pretty good. It was well acted, it's funny. You know, um, I, I wouldn't say it's a comedy. I guess more more of a dramedy, I guess, or like a teen dramedy or whatever. It's a dramedy. Yeah, yeah, it's a dramedy. Yeah, yeah, but like it doesn't fall into like those tropes, you know, that you expect. You know, like where there's drama for drama's sake. You know, like you know that they make dumbass decisions that like honestly, yeah. like even though, even though they're teenagers, they would know better than that in like a real life scenario. And you know, like the show doesn't fall into that. Like, mm -hmm. like it's not like Riverdale. Yeah. Well, that's also because. Mindy Calling, right? So she's incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> In conclusion, yeah. hashtag Mindy Calling. <laughs> um, so how about you, babe? Oh, I'm, or should I, I not call you babe on these things? I don't know. No, I, I called you babe already, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, all right, so I'll, I'll throw one out there. Um, how about Shit's Creek? Oh my gosh, I started watching a couple of episodes, but I haven't oh. finished. Oh, okay. we, we have to be so delicate. Yeah. We cannot ruin yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll do our best. All right, so um, how far do you get? Are you still in season one? Yeah, you guide yeah. this conversation. because I'm legit on, like, episode five. Okay. Oh, all my right. gosh. You are so all lucky. Right. You well, have no right. idea how good it's going to get. So so this show, Shit's Creek, is about this family um, that basically the roses, right? So they're a very wealthy family. The father owns, a, like, a blockbuster, essentially, right? The show starts off where their money's been embezzled by their by one of their investment managers. So they're totally broke. They've lost everything. Uh, the government comes and takes everything back. The only thing that they have left that belongs to them is a town called Shit's Creek that the father, Johnny Rose, bought for his sorry. son. It's fine. <laughs> that the son bought no the sorry, that the father bought for his son as a joke. Right? That's how rich they were. But now they lost every, they lost everything. So now they have to move into this town. 
and the basically only property that the government leaves them because it has no value. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so basically, you know, they have to learn to live like normal people, even though you know they've been you know bajillionaires their entire lives, and you know, like the their kids, um, Alexis and David, you know, have <laughs> have to deal with you know. Like, like Alexis like brings up at least one scenario every episode where like she was with, with some rich guy across the world or she got kidnapped by a cartel and she had to escape. You know, like, or she, she had to like cut a piece of her hair off. So like she's just ridiculous. Her life is ridiculous. Yeah. Or like what was it? The the one the scene that I did see is she had like offered like sex to get out of like, oh, um, two truths and a lie. Um, I never had a puppy. I had to cut my hair and offer sex because I was kidnapped in order to to get my her scenarios. Yeah, exactly what it is. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, you know, and, and I don't want to say anything because I really don't want to ruin it for you, but um Shits Creek is beyond the fact that it's hysterical because it is so funny. That's another one. So Alexis and I, Alexis and I love TV. Like, let's just get straight to it, right? <laughs> like, we're not the couple that sits in silence and reads a book. Like we oh, will. God. We will sit together and binge yeah, yeah. a show that we've Plus, already. Like, like this one can't read a book for more than ten minutes. Why do you have to bring that up? Uh, I'm just saying we're gonna cut know, that out. Like she, she bought the girl on the train because she was like, "Oh, I hear this book's really good." Never finished. I it. saw the movie. Yeah, movie, yeah the, the movie. movie. The book drags. You try reading that. That, that movie dragged. So I can imagine that the book dragged. Okay, and you're criticizing. And I'm she sorry. Was pregnant for that movie. Huh? Uh, Emily Blunt was, was pregnant. Emily Blunt was pregnant for that movie. Ah, so, so she. Had the movie that, was whack. She had that John Krasinski seed. Mm-hmm. Ew, yeah, why do you say it like that? That's exactly what it is. For Brooklyn townhouse. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's sold by now. It, it was on sale like 10 years ago. Oh my gosh. I have those pictures saved in my phone under my favorites file. I reference them all the time. Yeah. She's like, I want a house like that. Well, I'm like, okay, well, when I become Jack Ryan, I'll, I'll get you one too. <laughs> I want to live here. I'll, I'll do my best. Furnished and all. Anyways. um, <laughs> Yeah. Look that up, guys. Emily Blunt's Brooklyn townhouse. It's amazing. Um. So Schitt's Creek, back to Schitt's Creek. It creates, a, like, it's an amazing show. All So it's written by Daniel Levy, who is actually Eugene Levy's son. Eugene Levy is the main, is one of the main characters. He's the father. Daniel yeah. Levy is actually his son. Then yeah. Alexis is Who his, was the dad in American Pie. Yes. And also the principal in New York Times. <laughs> or New York Minute. New, New York, York Minute. Minute. Uh, what Minute. Oh, got the Olsen <laughs> Was he the principal or was he like the guy that was trying to like nab them? Or I don't even know. Look, honestly, John, John, Ol- John Oliver <laughs> like made me uh, believe that there really is only one Olsen twin. There's only one of them. She's moving really. He always says, "There's only one." She's moving really fast, side to side. <laughs> I love John Oliver. He's hilarious. Oh, we don't deserve him. He's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, from accounting because she don't give a fuck. <laughs> I relate, dude. I love him. Um, okay, so yeah, so so Daniel Levy writes this the script. It gets picked up. Um, the mom is the mom from Home Alone, Catherine O'Hara. Who she, is she's the best character? She's on she's, show. she's a star. No wonder she looks so familiar. Yeah, that's the mom from you home didn't alone. figure that one out? No. <laughs> that, well, because she's ridiculous in the show. Dude, like I'm telling you, like you're seeing all her outfits now. They get more ridiculous as, as the show goes on. They get and more the way ridiculous. that she talks is so funny. And so, um, when they wrapped up the show, they did like a whole interview, and apparently, Catherine O'Hara brought that accent to the character. It was never directed to her. She's like, I feel like she should have this 
ambiguous accent just because she's so pretentious. And Daniel Levy was like, go with it. And she was like, these are the kind of costumes I want to wear. And he's like, go with it. Like, and, but overall, like the show, like I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. The show, and and this is something in this, it creates, it, it doesn't create a, a better path to a better world. It pretends the world is just a better place. Mm. And it's so beautiful and it, it's so moving in so many different ways. It addresses so many issues that we currently face as a society and it does such a beautiful job. So like, aside from the fact that it's fucking hilarious, it's just beautiful. Like it's a beautiful, you have to finish it. Binge it this weekend. Call me on Sunday to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because basically the whole course of, of the show is basically showing you that even though they don't have money, they still have each other and it's them figuring that out. But it, but it's not in such a cliche way though. No, no. It, it's it, so it, beautiful. It takes time. It takes time for, you know, that stuff to really brew. Like, you know, you'll see hints of it as the season goes on, but you see more and more happen as the show goes on. It, it just gets better and better. Like, the show is just fucking hilarious. I mean, so, it's the, when he was, like, trying to sell his clothes with, uh, which Morrow? I think it's Kate Morrow. Oh, yeah. Morrow, it's Kate Morrow, right? With Stevie, who was actually engaged to, yeah. um, who's it? Teddy Geiger? Teddy? Teddy Geiger? Yeah. Yeah, they were engaged. <laughs> Wait, isn't Teddy uh, Gallagher, didn't he um, transition? Yeah. yeah. They were oh. together with him as she. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. like she thought, like, that, 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 that really oh. looks familiar. And she was like, holy shit, that's Teddy uh, Geiger. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Apparently he had a, he had a song back in the day. But yeah, I, I was like, yeah. yeah. I had seen her post because I love Stevie's character. So I follow her on Instagram and I had seen her post about that they got engaged. And then Jenny actually sent me the article because I posted that I was listening to Teddy Geiger, like the one hit wonder song that he had with Kristen Cavallari in the music video. And she like sends me the article that he had come out um, as a she. Oh, there you go. And then I was like, that's wow. Okay. Anyways, um, dude, it's amazing. Who do you think is your favorite so far? I really like the mom and Alexis. There you go. So far, those two are my favorite. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is that for your birthday, I told, I sent him the, and that's why they call me Alexis. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Alexis. La, 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 Oh, Dude, that's just so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but like watching that show, like makes you really want to move to Canada. Everyone's just so goddamn nice. Going to Canada makes you want to move to Canada. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm dying to go to Canada. <sighs> yeah, maple maple syrup and Louise legal. So Alexis gets upset at me every time we talk about Canada because I've been there so many times and he's never come with me. I've and it's like oh my gosh, that's a book. Heartland. Yeah, Heartland. That's a book. remember that I told you that it's about the girl who like lives on a ranch and she loses her mom, right? Yeah, she loses her mom and she's like a horse whisperer. And mm -hmm. basically, like they live in Alberta in Canada, and it's like this beautiful farm. And even though it's like winter or like whatever season, it's just like just stunning. I I just want to move there. Just like now, we look good. <laughs> it's called being an expatriate, apparently. An expat, yeah. An expat. And Alberta is actually one of the spots you want to move to because it's on the more affordable side of Canada. 
We even can tell you which provinces actually offer you universal health care and which not all of them do. Yeah, apparently yeah. some do, some don't. Like it's not like a it's not really universal. Right. It's not national, I guess. It's province to province. Yeah. So whatever. That that's their thing. Anyways. All right. So who wants to throw out the next show? I guess I'll go. Yeah, refer to your massive list. The thing is like I'm torn because we were talking about like shows that Fox canceled. Hmm. And one of them was Lucifer that just got season five on Netflix, part one. It's so good. Um, so it's I'm, so I'm, good. I'm watching that show now. I'm on episode like 10 of the first season. So, oh. so this one here can't exactly watch the show <laughs> because it contains a certain deity that her Catholicism will not allow her to watch. Amen. Yeah, so like I'll be watching it, and she'll come in the room. She's like, "Oh, what are you watching?" I'm like, "Oh, the L word." She's like, "The lesbian show." I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that did happen like two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, my uncle got me hooked on Lucifer last time he was here, hmm. and. I ended up getting my parents hooked. And my mom's like, Lucifer, pero niña, es un diablo. Oh, Cath- uh, like, you want to talk about like being Catholic. Like, Jenny actually had a Catholic wedding. I didn't even have a Catholic wedding. Yeah. No. And then I got Alfred hooked on it. And then my parents binge watched it all. My, my husband binge watched it all. And then we got my mother-in-law hooked on it, too. And she also binged it, too. She just finished watching season five. Let me tell you, it is called lucifer but once you get over that fact like tom ellis is brilliant yeah i, I brilliant. love that game. i think he's great fine i'll watch it but i have to have la virgen de la caridad on the tv console listen we'll, we'll, have holy water. Like, we'll have holy water on the coffee table for you okay <laughs> tell danny how i watched sabrina the teenage witch oh my god yeah so oh, uh, that one's weird yeah. That one that is one, weird. That uh, one is weird. Lucifer is nowhere near. Like, you have Sabrina the Teenage Witch at, like, a 10 on, like, Demonic. Lucifer is, like, a 2. Oh, okay. Well, I can... So it's just really, like... Yeah, well, you know, he, he, he deals with the fact that he's, just, he's the devil, but he's not in hell. He left hell yeah. he doesn't want to do it anymore. And, of course, he leaves hell to the City of Angels. Yeah, so he's in L.A. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so he he owns a bar, what a nightclub and shit. It, it's yeah, good. I like it. And then like you have um his like number one demon, which is Masakeen, is like by his side, and then his one of his brothers um comes to like which is God's like number one son comes down to like you know hey I need God needs you back in hell, and Lucifer's like yeah no I'm not doing it. And That's why like, he's out of heaven in the first place because he yeah. almost wasn't a god. Yeah, <laughs> but they call heaven the Silver City. Okay, I might be interested if Janie's Catholic ass can watch it and think it's that good, and Janie's <laughs> mom can watch and it. And mother in law, because my mother in law is also very Catholic too. Okay, yeah, because like I spent like what? How many seasons is Sabrina? Two, it's uh, uh, three. three. It's three, right. but, we, but we only watched two. Right. I spent those first two seasons like doing the sign of the cross on both of us each episode. I think sometimes I would like bless the house with holy water when we were done watching it. Mm. And, and then the last really movie came out, and I was very pregnant. 
And I was like, you know what? No, I do not want this energy near my baby. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the first season. The second one started getting a little too like uh, it was very scary. weird. The second not, not, not even weird. Like that stuff doesn't bother me. But like it, uh, it got way too much into like the teenage angst thing and like the stupid high school drama. And, like, oh, like the little love triangles. Yeah, it, yeah. And, and like it threw me off. I was like, nope, that's it. You're losing me. It got very CW. You know, uh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, like um, it did, I, which is funny because, like, you know, it's um, by the same people that like brought Riverdale to CW and all that stuff, right? Like, it's tied to the CW. It's just done by Netflix. Um, but yeah, like I felt season two, you know, straight way too much into that teeny shit, and I was like, nope, you lost me already. Because like I, I found all the the occult and macabre stuff interesting in season one, but they didn't really go as far. You know, like I don't know, I I, I felt they drove off and get. Too much, too dramatic for me, honestly. I I, I was just uncomfortable, and uh, you know, a lot of the stuff. So I I actually weirdly love like really creepy podcasts for our road trips. So um, I love same. Yeah. <laughs> so I love to listen to this one called Colts, and one day I decided to listen to the the Church of I don't say his word, name in our home. Um, the, the S word. The S word. The oh. S word. Um, and. It's really weird, but then I had already seen season one and season two of of Sabrina, and you realize how much they took from that, and they applied it to the show, and so they definitely did their research. I mean, I think they were sued for actually using a yeah, statue. Yeah, they were sued for the statue in season oh, one, wow. the one in the main hall of their school. They, they were sued by the, the Church of S. It's just, I also think they kind of ruined it, to be honest, because I loved Sabrina the Teenage Witch growing up. I loved the... Same! Like they ruined it, right? Uh, okay, no, but the one with let's say Joan Hart because the one this one now is based off the comic. No, right? but I used to watch the cartoon that was based off the comic, and it, it's from the Archie world. Like, yeah, like these are not that they're it's not that dark. Yeah, no. Well, Riverdale like apparently is like really dark, like it gets really weird and, and stuff like that. I don't, I haven't seen well, it. Maybe I'm I talking. Like, I, I can't watch those teeny shows, but yeah, like Riverdale mostly gets like really dark and stuff like that. I think that what you did was you captured the audience of like Danelle and me that watched Melissa Joan Hart as Sabrina for years. And then I don't, did you ever watch the cartoon? I I think I did. I used to watch the cartoon. I had Melissa Joan Hart voicing Sabrina too. I, I want to say I she might've been. Might yeah. Have. I That's think like so. Cause I remember movie. seeing both. I remember seeing at one point a cartoon, but the cartoon I don't remember as much as TGIF on Fridays watching Sabrina Teenage Witch. Yeah, I don't remember the cartoon at all. I, remember, I watched yeah. the show. The cartoon was around, it was like, I, I don't remember if it was before or after recess. So you definitely have at least seen it because I'm uh, sure you watched recess. Maybe. Like, I'm sure if I saw a picture of it, I remember it. Um, I'm Googling like, it. I'm with the new Sabrina show was that Salem didn't talk. Now he's barely in the show at all. Oh, I know. Salem's barely in the show. Well, let's get back to happier topics. <laughs> well, like, Who cares well, about Sabrina? We're giving it way too much. Yes, time. I did. I love the cartoon. The cartoon is so cute, right? I and love I love her outfit. She <laughs> um, was adorable. So I have a very, very, very good show. They're out there. Golden Girls. Oh. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. So I got into Golden Girls very recently. I, I would say I've been watching it now for like probably well over a year. Uh, but you know, I, I always knew about it. You know, like everyone knows, everybody knows what Golden Girls is. Well, they just—I feel like recently is when they put it on Hulu. Uh, yeah, Hulu. Well, maybe I'm not too sure. And you know, definitely, you know, Deadpool. Uh, like I think brought like a little resurgence. You oh, know, with, 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 
Yeah, yeah, because like his doors uh, were named uh, B, and I think the other one was named Blanche, if I'm not mistaken. Oh really? I don't even remember that. Yeah, something like that. Like his swords and his guns, I think, are named after all the Golden Girls, and he he, he just he loves the Golden Girls. But uh, yeah, like I started watching, and I was like, I fucking love the show. Like Betty White, I always loved Betty White, even before Golden Girls. Yeah, you know, I didn't know she was on it, and then having now having watched Golden Girls, I'm like, holy shit! No wonder people love her so much. Like she's well, freaking literally America's treasure. Like yeah. that when the pandemic first started, there was oh. a meme circulating, and it made me crack up, and it was. Um, guys, this is really important. Is Betty White okay? I will send her all my hand sanitizer. <laughs> we need to save Betty White. I'm like, that's, I will literally send her my Clorox wipes, which are the hottest commodity right now. Well, remember Ryan Reynolds uh, was in a movie with Betty White. Um, the one with Sandra Bullock, The Proposal. Oh, I was just going to reference that. And she's the crazy grandma. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that's such a good movie. You don't like Sandra Bullock that much, though, right? I, I don't mind Sandra Bullock. Um, have you seen the proposal? Yeah, it, it, you made me watch it one time. Why do you have to say it like that? Because, <laughs> because you made me watch it. He's like, I, I can't do rom coms. I, I don't like, I don't like rom coms at all. Um, so even, it, it's tough to watch. Even isn't it romantic? Yeah, I didn't like that movie. What have you seen that, Jenny? Hold on. Because the name doesn't sound It's with Rebel Wilson and Liam Hemsworth. They're, yeah, they're I, no I saw it on the plane. I, I pulled in the Lexus and I saw the movie on the plane. Planes, man. What do you want me to do? Hey, you know what happened? You know what? I saw on one of my trips coming back from Canada See, on a plane. <laughs> on a plane, I saw a Girls Trip, and I laughed so hard I had to keep apologizing to the oh, strangers sitting around me mm. because I was. Crying from laughter. Right, but don't die too deep because this is content for the next episode. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I digress. We, we, we can we can mention it. it's fine. But yeah, I don't like I don't like Rebel Wilson. Like I, I don't I don't find her you know funny like to hold an entire movie. Okay, okay, but let's talk about Golden Girls because that's what matters. No, that's fine. But I'm just putting my two. Sophia's my spirit animal. I freaking love that lady. I love Sophia. So Sophia is my favorite for sure. I feel like much like Sex in the City, you can relate to all the characters. Yeah, yeah. In some capacity. In some capacity. Because I'm sorry, especially during this pandemic, I definitely understand. Um, <laughs> uh, like, God, why, 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 is the like the biggest Blanche, golden girls. Dorothy. Dorothy, Sophia. thank you. I have a mask with Dorothy's <laughs> face on it. Um, but Dorothy's just like done with everybody's shit. She thinks everybody's an idiot. Mm. She just like stares at people. She's super sarcastic. She's just kind of, she's kind of mean to be honest but i feel like the quarantine has like or the pandemic because we're not really in quarantine anymore but the pandemic makes people that like cutthroat like yep. you're just like you're an idiot <laughs> like <laughs> yeah like she's the one that we tell people hey put your mask on hey cover your fucking nose you know hey it's not a chin strap pull it up right exactly <laughs> she's amazing but um i mean I, I can't pick one i just i think blanche might be my favorite blanche no, no, they're all they're all great. Like Sophia is definitely my favorite because like I love her like get rich quick schemes and all that stuff. You know, she's always like hustling, pulling. I love pants. how blunt she is. Oh yeah, like especially how she is with Blanche. Like, like bro, bro. I just yeah. love what I'm. She's so savage. Yeah, she's oh, like you're great. a slut, or like to to Rose because you're an idiot. <laughs> 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 I think what I really love is what an idiot her son Phil is. <laughs> She's always talking shit about Dorothy's brother, Phil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more. 
Hey, poor Philip, man. Like he's probably successful. You know, he probably owns a nice house with his family. But you know what's really funny is that the show is very telling of the times because you watch it and they make these jokes that like a show would get canceled for some of the jokes that they make. Yeah, but it's a sign of the times. It is what it is. Uh, speaking of the times, um, did you see the George Clooney uh, cameo episode? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you know, George Clooney was on there, and also Julio Iglesias was on there too. Julio Iglesias, George Clooney was on there. Yeah, it was the one with the cops where like their neighbors were like uh, suspected. I think jewel thieves or something. Yeah. Oh yes, that's right. He was so young. Yeah, though. yeah he, he must have been like a baby. He was a baby for sure. So I didn't know that they were all such. So I grew up watching them, and I obviously knew these actresses from Golden Girls. But then I like later learned that they apparently have like these incredible acting careers as comedic act comedic leads. Mm -hmm. And like, I think it's specifically Blanche and Dorothy that are in the show called Modsy. Mod. Mod. There yeah. you go. I've never seen it. My dad loves it. He yeah, thinks it's so, hilarious. So Dorothy was Mod, and, and then um, Blanche was on the show as well as I think the best friend of Mod on that show. So yeah, so they both did Mod. Mod went on for years, hugely popular show. And then after that, they did Golden Girls together. I love Golden Girls. They had a pop-up like a year ago here in Miami and I want to cry that I didn't know about it and I missed it. Miami's the worst with letting people know things are happening. That's like, true. What was it? It was like a, they just like decorated this um, Victoria's uh, or Vicky's. I don't know. That place just the off bakery? That, that. No, not the bakery. The, that little like speakeasy ice cream shop. Oh, okay. No, it's the one attached to locale locale. There you go. Oh, I know which one you're talking yeah, about. That phone booth you go through to go get like those ridiculous shakes that so, we still haven't gotten. Right. They had a one day pop up and I think they sold like something cheesecake related and a bunch of like Golden Girls merch and they just decorated the whole place like like yeah. Blanche's house. Yeah, because th those girls love that cheesecake. We well, can do they a had a, uh, What's it called? What's the show that you like, Adina, a lot that I just forgot right now? Gossip Girl? <laughs> no, not Gossip Girl. The other one. And with like Luke's all. Diner, Gilmore Girls. Oh, Gil oh my God! I'm definitely they did a pop up of, of Luke's Diner at like right there on the on Coral Coral Gables or something like that. Yeah, it's like funny like that I have this reputation for loving Gilmore Girls when I I've never even finished the series. <laughs> I can't get past like the Jesse episodes, which is pretty early on. So, so like in this pop up, does everybody like never shut the fuck up? <laughs> it's like holy hell, man! Like you know, she when she was really watching it, like I'd be on my switch because like I don't want to watch the show, and it's hard to concentrate on what I'm playing because they no, yeah, never Alexis, stop talking. Alexis would like get up and walk away because he's like they don't shut up. <laughs> you know, and like it's not a slight against you know women because like the men don't shut up either. The entire town. Never shuts the fuck up. I know, but that's also Lauren Graham's character as Lorelai. She just like she doesn't stop talking. Period. But I think one of the things like I, I think that would have been funny if one of the characters was like that. But the problem is, it's like they made it like that was like the way the entire show played out. Like every actor was this witty, this sarcastic, this funny, and it's like nobody is that all the time. That's what grew on me after a while. It was like except for Dean, he's an idiot. Cassie, would Rory be is trash. I can't stand Rory. <laughs> she is a trash human being. She's a trash human. I, I don't I don't even I don't even get that far. I'm telling you, I don't know why you keep giving me this reputation Wait, of like is, a, of is, a Gilmore. Is, is Rory the mom or the daughter? Because they both the same daughter. Name. They're both Lorelai, but Rory uh, is the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. The daughter is a trash person. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen all of Gilmore Girls. I even seen like the four episodes from uh Netflix reboot or whatever, like the seasons. Mm -hmm. She's just trash. 
<laughs> I can't stand that bitch. She's, she's so trash. Actually, oh, have you seen Chuck? No. No, but you know what? It's tough because I, I don't like Zachary Levi. No? I don't like him. I don't know who he is. Um, He's the one who did the voice of Tangled. Didn't I've never watched Tangled. Yeah, and uh, Mrs. Maisel. Ooh, that show we gotta bring up. Oh, how have we yeah. how that one I haven't seen? Oh, okay. Oh. okay. All right. So, oh, he's he's the doctor boy that, that she had at, at at one point. Oh, that guy's so hot. Yeah. So yeah. Well, and <laughs> Chuck, he's a scrawny little guy, but I don't know what happened after the show was over. He fucking beefed up and he's like, oh, okay, I guess. He did Shazam. He what? He did. Yeah, he said that too. He's like, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't seen it yet. Um. All right. So here I have a good show, and it's a classic. We're gonna take it back. Classic. Are you guys okay with that? No. Go. I love Lucy. Oh. oh, hands down. Yeah, that, Come that, on, that's, guys. That's another show that I recently started like watching, like actually sitting down and watching that show. And it, that show. It holds. Holds up, it's man. No, it, it's, it's on Hulu. It's, it's still funny, man. It's crazy. Like uh, we went to her godfather's house because he, he loves that show. And, and like we were, um, we were just like there hanging out and he has some VHS tapes, which I was like. I haven't seen those in like 10 years. <laughs> hey, like, leave him alone. Uncle Eddie's precious and I, we don't no, deserve it. I him. love the guy, okay? <laughs> let, let me put my jokes in the damn show. <laughs> Never <laughs> Uncle Eddie. <laughs> it wasn't about <laughs> him. Just, whatever. He had VHS tape. Uncle Eddie is perfect. If you ever want to divorce me, just look at me and be like, I hate Uncle Eddie. I will start divorce papers so fast. On the spot. On the spot. So anyways, so he had these glorious VHS tapes, and he puts on I Love Lucy. And the episode that we watched was the one where she wanted to, where they were in Paris. They were going back to America because Des had a show. Mm -hmm. Desi had a show. And she had bought this huge thing of cheese, right? (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, she she didn't want to pay the fee to have it brought on a cargo, so she pretended because it was like a log, basically. So she wrapped in a blanket and pretended it was a baby. Oh my god! <laughs> that would be something I would do. Like I freaking love cheese. Yeah, but, <laughs> I would do it too. I yeah. But honestly, like if, even when you put aside the fact that the show is like what sixty years old, seventy years old, all the of, jokes are still hilarious. Yeah, it's still funny. Like you know, obviously you, you, you have just... to contextualize these. Things, oh yeah. Obviously, but seeing what she did back then, you know, the joke she was able to pull off, you know, her her physical humor. You know, everything that she was able well, to do back then was... It's from 1951. And I, I think the show's ahead of its so time, se- too. 70 years. For one yeah. thing, okay, Ricky Ricardo is Cuban, mm. right? And, I mean, he's really... Desi Arnaz was really Cuban, so... Yeah. Um, But, uh, like, the show celebrated him and his culture and his artistic, like, capabilities and the music. And, and he was this huge success... And I think that was really progressive for the 1950s. I, I don't think that's something that you would have normally seen. Well, yeah, go, yeah. Go and they were one of the first shows to show an actual married couple's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had heard that. And which they would never show. And then also when Lucy became pregnant, she was, I think, one of the first women pregnant on, on TV. Because it was considered, like I think, like indecent or... Yeah, it was risque. It was. Well, I mean, like that's how it is. Like Your grandma told me, like... One of the most flattering things I was doing for myself when I was pregnant was like wearing loose clothes. 
because it's not a pretty state for women. <laughs> yeah, like, like, not, like that. It's just like, oh, okay. No, to me, it's not a big deal. If you're pregnant, you're pregnant. You know, like you can't do anything about it. I feel like that's the when I wore the tightest clothes I owned because I didn't have to worry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care if I look I didn't have to I'm wear, pregnant. I didn't have to wear a girl. I didn't have to wear anything. Like I was just like, let's do this. Like no spanks for me, thank you. No, it was a um, yeah. No, I, I love Lucy's just and the whole. You know, I'm just a big fan, and and there's a, there's definitely a pattern for me in all the shows that I brought up. I'm a big fan in that the cast, everybody in the cast, is a critical part of the story. Mm. Like you can't do without one member of the show. Like mm-hmm. new girl, you need everybody. Um, Friends is another one, obviously. I mean, like that goes. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. We're gonna follow that one up. No, no, get to it. No, but well, <laughs> you're, you're well my, my point is like, you know, Fred, Ethel, mm-hmm. Ricky, and Lucy all needed to be together because Fred and, and, and they had an awkward friendship, but a friendship nonetheless. And obviously Ethel was always just along for the ride with Lucy. And that was like yeah. her ride or die. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can't do without them. And I was just, it was like, look, I'm going to help you, but I know this is going to end the fucked up. Right. She's like, <laughs> okay, Lucy, fine, whatever. <laughs> So, okay, so back to the friend's point. Yeah, you went, ooh, so, like, what's going on? Let's hear it. Can't stand Ross. He is another trash human being. Oh, uh, he, Fucking guy. Trash. Arguably, they're all trash. But, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, oh, man, like, I, I can deep dive into this, like, so hard right now. So, overall, all six of them are terrible people in their own right. Yeah. Ross is definitely the pinnacle. He of- he is the most he is. like w- he is a, a turd. He is yeah. a walking turd. Like why? Why do you hate Ross so much? What's your because he the shit that comes out of his mouth? Like he was barely there for his son. They criticized him for playing with the damn Barbie doll, and then when Rachel spoiler alert, Rachel gets pregnant with Ross's baby. If you don't know that Ross and Rachel. <laughs> Are Ross and Rachel, then why are you even listening to this podcast? You don't care about pop culture. <laughs> Clearly. But like how oh, he treated her as like her pro like that was his property. It's like, no, 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 no. Like I have the biggest issue with that. Like when he was sender, like all this other stuff. I'm like, dude, like he's literally peeing on her as like a dog. Oh, when she got the job day. at Bloomingdale's. Yeah. And like oh, yeah. continuing oh, that, it's like they weren't good together. They were no, 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 not. No, I no, think they were. They were very toxic. So I, I, I would get deep into this and say that this is one of the biggest issues that Hollywood has, which is that they promote this concept of love, like, and they actually promote very toxic dynamics. Mm-hmm. For example, like again, I, I referenced it earlier, Sex in the City. Like, if you really break it down, like Carrie should have ended up with Aiden, not with Big. Big and oh, hundred percent. They have a hyper toxic relationship. And yet we romanticize Big and Carrie, not Big. Aiden was just someone in passing who bored Carrie. And it's like, you're not supposed to end up with someone who bores you at all. But you're also not supposed to end up with someone who drives you absolutely insane. Being driven crazy is not love. I'm sorry. <laughs> Understand. Like, honestly, I liked Rachel more with Joey because he actually like oh, supported oh, her oh, as like a person oh, with like a oh. baby. And he's like, oh, like he was there. Like, he didn't criticize her. I think my, one of my favorite uh, Rossies. I, I, I hate the Joey and Rachel thing. Like, it's like they I didn't know what to do with the story. Ran- I know. It was a random thing, but I still liked Joey more than Ross. Well, because I Joey's a better guy. Like, out of all of them, he's the better If person. I had to compare, I, but I, I, I also think that they Ross. had to dumb down Rachel 
to make her match better with Joey. Like, well, no, no, like she, makes, she was always not that bright. Like, no, the, she the, was always bright. She's one no. of the most trans. She's the most transformative character on the entire show. As far from, as her career goes, yeah. like the end, yeah. But 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 she's not witty. Like wits were what was never her thing. It's not about being witty. Like not just because you're not like a a super funny witty person doesn't mean anything. I mean, she's not Chandler. She wasn't trying to be. Mm. Well, not no one can be Chandler. No, like, I actually think if I had to guy. pick, if I had to, I love all of them. But if I had to pick one that I least liked, it would be Phoebe. <laughs> I think Phoebe's a terrible human. <laughs> Phoebe. Things like you know, Phoebe would have the the best pot. So like, I wouldn't. You know, you would have to at least know her in some capacity. You know, because she would have the good shit. And she married Paul Rudd. And she didn't marry. Yeah. She wasn't actually supposed to marry Paul Rudd. Did you know that? Oh no, I didn't know that. So they were. She was supposed to. The story was always supposed to conclude with her and David ending up together. Mm. Um, Hank, Hank, uh, Azaria, Azaria. Right, so she David comes back from Minsk, Mink, Minsk, Minsk, Minsk. 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 I don't know Minsk. some random remote place in Russia. It's in Russia. And after he loses a total frostbite, and <laughs> he, you remember that, but you don't know how to say Minsk. <laughs> I know that Chandler moves to Yemen. Anyways, um, but Chandler's in Yemen. Um, so she she was supposed to marry him, and when he tries to propose to her in Bermuda the original story was supposed to conclude with her saying yes, but they had brought in Paul Rudd as like a side character to kind of that, you know, he like, they always had that character in mind, but they put in Paul Rudd and they loved his character so much that they're like, do you, it. Cause you don't make Paul Rudd a side character. He's you Paul don't. Rudd. You don't. You don't. He's Paul Rudd, man. Bro, the, the guy's He's like Pharrell. He doesn't age. He, he doesn't. I but. love him as Ant Man. He looks the same 50, right? as he Dude, did. Uh -huh. He's fifty. Honestly. He looks the same as he did in freaking um, Clueless. Clueless, yeah, absolutely, yeah. No, I like, always thought that was weird that they put Alicia Silverstone and Paul Rudd together. Yeah, because they were because they were step they were brothers. Right? Even though he wasn't, there weren't step siblings anymore, quote unquote. Because oh, weird dynamic. So weird. Why couldn't he just have been like an intern or something? Yeah, like why did he have to be her former stepbrother? Now, understandable. If it was Paul Rudd, if you had to have a step sibling that you wanted to have sex with, it would be Paul Rudd. True. I was thought you were gonna say Alicia Silverstone, but you're like, no, it's Paul Rudd. No, it's Paul, it's Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah, if Paul Rudd and I were stepbrothers, man, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. So back to Ross being a piece of shit. Oh, we're so back to. <laughs> talking about <laughs> <laughs> all right so, no okay so we have friends on in the house basically every day right is like if she's like working and she wants like a background noise we'll put on friends so we're on, we're on season eight where rachel's pregnant and i'm like legit sorry i'm like legit i have because obviously i work from home now and i have to like write i don't know content for a newsletter or something and i'm like i need to write let's put on friends and i <laughs> that's how i focus i don't know why yeah. <laughs> whatever works you know so um the episode came up where he moved in rachel but he didn't tell mona Right, and I'm just like, you're such a piece of shit, bro. You know, it's like you moved in your ex, you know, ex-wife because they got married in Vegas, who you knocked up, you know, on accident, and you move her in while your girlfriend's out of town, right? A girlfriend who you've abandoned how many times on dates, right? Remember, like that, yeah. the, the one thing they went to the hospital, and he was like, um, he went to the movie theater. He was like, yeah, I went to watch. Oh shit, Mona! It's like he always forgot. That oh she my existed. god, Mona is such a waste of a human. 
And I agree with Roth when he's like, I judge her in many ways for not dumping me sooner. I'm like, 100%. Yeah. Well, that was the most self-reflective he's been in the entire show when he said that. (laughs) He's like, in some ways, I I judge her for not breaking up with me sooner. Yeah. Yeah. But it's true. Yeah. Like, he abandoned Ben. But the show abandoned Ben. Like, we didn't see that kid. (laughs) Like uh, He went out to do Zach and Cody or whatever. Yeah. Well, well, one of them is Jughead on Riverdale. I'm like, I I don't know which one, but one of them is Jughead. You know what I actually think? Oh, um, yeah, Zach and Cody. And he also did Big Daddy. Yes, he did. That is actually, like, on my list of movies. But that's another episode, right? Yeah. So... Jenny, what other TV shows do you have on your list? Because I know that you want to do a Friends episode. Because Friends requires like a, a dissection. It's, it's a deep yeah. dive, man. Because, it is, man. Yeah, because honestly, like, I, I have my reasons why. Like, I have my three best and my three worst. Like I said, they're all shit. They're all terrible people in their own rights. You know, so. But, but let's preface this by saying we're massive Friends fans. Yeah, no, no. I, I We've watched that show beginning to end. So the funny At thing is, 10, 15 times. I don't know if you know this, Jenny, but Alexis had never seen it until 2015 when it aired on yeah, it January on Netflix, 1st January on Netflix. Netflix. And I said, oh, Friends is coming to Netflix. He goes, oh, I've never seen it. And I'm like, what? Well, yeah. I haven't seen it. When I first saw Friends was at my old job when Alfred and I kind of first got together. It was like around 2015 to 2014, 2015. You got together with Alfred in 2013. I met him in 2013, but I was still at my old job. Oh, and I remember I binged it all. Yeah. Is anyone yeah. curious how I know Janelle's dating anniversary? No idea. Because that's when Janelle stopped being my partner in crime, and I was left alone for another <laughs> six months until I met you. Oh, <laughs> Devastation. Devastated. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. That's when I became truly single because I no longer have my plus one to anything. <laughs> she had a boyfriend. <laughs> that's Now husband. That's now right. husband. But yeah, no, that's how I saw all the friends. And the same thing with um, Gossip Girl is how I also saw all the. I saw that at my old job as I was working. I'm sure your old boss, if they listen to this, is like, oh, that's nice to know. <laughs> oh, the, co- the company got dissolved, so no one. <laughs> yeah, because no, nobody no. worked. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> the employees weren't doing yeah, their job. You were all fucking watching Gossip Girl. Weren't you in the accounting department? <laughs> you handled the money, the money went nowhere. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let us know if you want us to cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was funny because it was me and like, because we had like a giant cubicle. So it was me and my two other coworkers, and all of us would just be like watching, like binge watching on our phones. Everyone in the office, Lena worked there too. So, <laughs> well, Selena, Selena's my cousin, guys. Throwing Selena under the bus. <laughs> she probably watched a lot of TV there too. Who knows? Oh, man. Fucking hell, dude. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so I had that one. Um, I had Scrubs. Oh, I never seen it. I've seen like bits and I've seen a chunk of it. Like it used to be on Comedy Central for a good while, and like I watched a lot of it through there. And like I, I liked it. And, you know, I, I thought it was funny. Um, I don't like Zach Braff that much. He, he kind of fucking annoys me. Yeah, I mean, I, that was my quarantine show. Like, because I've I've seen Scrubs here and there, but like I've never seen it like in its entirety. Mm. So season nine is trash because that's when they changed the um, showrunner. It's no longer Bill Lawrence for season nine. So they have like, really it's like eight seasons, but like the bromance between Zach Braff and Donald Faison is like, it's the best. Yeah, no, he's great. Like I, I always enjoyed his character. And it's the same thing. Like in, in person, like 
Donald Faison got married at Zach Braff's backyard. Oh, so they're like legit best friends. They're legit best friends. And now they have a podcast that's um, Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And they talk about each and every like season. They'll bring like original people from the cast or showrunners or people that worked on the show. They'll bring in um, for like one half of the, the show. And then they'll have like a fan to ask them questions either about the show or whatever. But like their bromance is like the same. It's. It's like Schmidt with Nick oh. type of bromance, but like more. But Schmidt and Nick are more than a bromance. So, They're like so a strong, straight up relationship. So, so strong romance right there. No, no. That's how it is in the scrubs. Our kids are like, oh, but we're not married. He's like, yeah, but we would be. Like, we are. We are a little married. Mm-hmm. Wow. Those yeah, two. I think it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, I mean, I've never seen it. You make fun of it all the time because you're like, how unhygienic that these people are always having sex or something. No, 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 that's Grey's Anatomy. Oh, Grey's Anatomy, which is already it's not even unhygienic. There's a reason why all their patients die because they're all typically (laughs) fucking each other. Okay, like everyone dies on that show. The hospital has horrible turnover. People are either dying or getting fired or quitting because the hospital's terrible. So Janie got me into Grey's Anatomy and then I wanted to kill myself after seven seasons of the same fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, am I going to be with Mike Dreamy? Am I not going to be? Am I going to be? Am I not going to be? He like leaves everything for you and then she's like, no. It's like, fuck you, Meredith Grey. Yeah, fuck well, you. the issue got resolved in season nine. <laughs> right? Was it nine or, I don't know, whatever. They, they resolved that problem. But but just like, yeah, they just, I don't know, man. I, I couldn't with that show. Like the episode with the bomb squad. Where, oh my god, that's a comedy. We should be talking about this. Yeah, it, like there's, a, there's an episode of Grey's Anatomy where some guy was fucking around with an RPG, right? Which is a rocket propelled grenade, and he gets it lodged inside his torso. So there's a fucking rocket basically in the guy's torso that's gonna blow it any second, right? So there's this whole drama. Grey's this like fucking hero who sticks her hand in this man's body and like holds the grenade so that it won't like blow up the entire hospital. Yeah, so it's it's dumb. So you have the, the bomb squad come, right? There are these highly trained cops to do it. So they the, the doctors get the grenade out of the guy, and the bomb squad guy takes it, and he, you know, he puts in whatever he puts it in to hold it so it won't explode. He starts walking down the hallway, and he just fucking blows up. <laughs> and, then, and then Meredith is just like, she collapses because it was so intense. It's so intense. And she just showered, and she's like crying softly and she and i'm like that's literally when i stopped watching the show i was like oh this is so fucking stupid I'm and then done. she has sex because that's all they do in that show yeah. <laughs> they save lives and they have sex and then Here's the, the thing. that they try saving dies i'm already over the show and i got alfred hooked on it like he's up to date too but i'm seeing it through like until they end it like i'm already that's like people who are still watching The Walking Dead. Like, just finish it. Oh yeah, just yeah. do it. So they announced today that The Walking Dead is going to come back for its eleventh and last season. And I'm like, how what? has it gone on so long, dude? Eleven fucking, and it's twenty four episodes. Twenty four episodes. Murder me. <clears throat> no way, dude. What? They get displaced. They find each other. They kill a couple zombies. They get displaced. They find each other. They kill a couple zombies. You know, they discover that really the problem isn't the zombies. It's humans. Humans are crueler than zombies. Yeah, you know, Darryl, the true monsters are humans. We get the fucking yeah, metaphor. Daryl walks like, around like in a shit in three weeks. It's, just, it's the same thing every time, man. It's like I'm, I'm, He has this complex from this brother that died in season one. It's been 11 years. Yeah, yeah he on. died a long time ago. Let it go, people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have a really good comedy show. And I hope, again, 
back to me, like I think sitcoms in order for a sitcom to be great, like you have to have all the characters be incredible. Will and Grace. Okay. I loved Will and Grace when I was younger. I haven't seen it since they brought it back, but I hear like amazing things. Yeah, like I've only watched the reboot, but I enjoy the show. I think it's really funny. I rewatched after watching the reboot, which was amazing. Um, I mean, it's just Karen and Jack. You can't get enough of them. And then yeah. Will and Grace are a part of that. Alcoholic Karen is too. Like she's a shameless alcoholic. Like yeah, and drug addict. And drug addict. <laughs> she's just a mess. She doesn't give a fuck. She is who she is. Um, but I started rewatching it because I hadn't seen it since I was a kid, and it was so funny. I really recommend it. I mean, and it's just another show that's ahead of its time. It's really good. It tackles a really good conversation. Also creates, I think, a better world. Um, and then I think what the reboot does is it it just t- it tackles issues in a different light, which I think is really interesting. Well, in a more modern light. In know? a more modern yeah. light, where like you know, Will really addresses like well. I don't think it's my place to comment, but it is really good. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, like I said, I, I watched the reboot, and like I, I thought it was funny. You know, Karen and Jack are definitely my favorite of the show. Will and Grace are funny too, but definitely like I, I like watching their antics more than like I like watch, watching Will and Grace's. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I'll say it here, and this is where you're gonna cut it. So just so Janelle's up to speed, basically like Will and Jack come down on like younger gay men because they basically think that they are like privileged because mm-hmm. they act like you know they never really they're 24 years old and they didn't go through the struggles that like they had to go through to come out yeah. and, like how different the world is and there's like this one episode where Will like pops the fuck off and I, I guess I relate to that a lot because of like what Uncle Letty was telling us about mm-hmm. how like He's like, you know, people can say whatever they want about the millennial generation, but you guys really don't treat homosexuality like it's a big deal. Like, you guys are just very, like, it is what it is. No, we don't yeah. Care. yeah, it's just well, like, you're like dudes. A friend of mine from high school, he was in Will and Grace. He played the baseball guy oh, that was in the shit. closet. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, his name is Christian Ochoa. And he played. Oh, wait. Christian Ochoa? Yeah, that's Ochoa. He worked at Eating House. Yes. Oh yes. my God. I've seen his mom a million times. A- yeah. His mom worked at my high school and he was my sub for a couple of years for like, um, for English class. He also did the show pitch on Fox that got canceled. I am shook right now because mm-hmm. I to you when I saw him, I was like, why does that person look familiar? Your show. I didn't realize I knew him from Eating House down the street, which is a great restaurant, by the way. Not- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great, great Captain Crunch waffles. Oh, pancakes. Sorry, Captain Crunch pancakes. Relax. <laughs> well, they're amazing. <laughs> you know, I've never tried Eating House. Huh? I've never gone to Eating House. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, man, no, I'm sorry. Good. I'm gonna just go ahead and say this. This is not a, a plug for Eating House, Giorgio. If you would like us to promote Eating House, please contact us. <laughs> free food. <laughs> no, no, actually, Eating House is fucking amazing, dude. You have. To I've go. heard great things about it. Yeah, like their pasta carbonara. Ugh. I took so you good. there, right? 
Yeah, well, we've gone like what three, four times probably at this point. But like, I was yeah. the one who was like, oh yeah, 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 first time, yeah. But we went for brunch and like we had like tang mimosas. Oh. Dude, we got so drunk. Oh, yeah. we're, not, we're cutting all this. But Why? Why are you cutting that? I'm we're cutting the fucking tang mimosas. Were amazing. They're, they were incredible. It was good shit. Um, so, Jenny, another episode. Um, I actually, when it came out on air, I loved it. Was how I met your mother. Oh God. I know. Oh. I know. Uh, I have uh, a, I have a Ted Mosby is trash. It. I would agree. Ted Mosby is a trash human being. Ted Mosby is a but I love Lillian Marshall. I love Lillian Marshall because Marshall is so close to like how like in forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like um, I can't believe I blanked on on his name right now. Oh, what's um forgetting Sarah Marshall? Oh what? yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason Siegel. Jason, Jason Siegel. Siegel. I don't know any names, guys. Never count on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like but that. Like, from there, forgetting Sarah Marshall. But their relationship throughout the series was my favorite because it was, you know, their college sweethearts that get engaged, married, the baby. Um, they break up at one point. They get back together, but it's like the most adult relationship. And like a non-adult friendship that they have with like the rest of the cast. Mm-hmm. That's actually very valid. Yeah, I don't like that show. Uh, <laughs> it, I kind of checked out not, when when Marshall when Marshall and and what's her name broke up. That's kind of when I checked out. And Lily. Yeah, Marshall and Lily. I just thought, uh, I don't know. It was and, okay. It was, but to your point, Jenny, I was super addicted to it when it started. Exactly. Like right now, like I, I was trying to watch it again and it's not the same when you're in like your early twenties watching it. So like now in your early thirties to watch it, it doesn't for, for me it doesn't hold up the same. But it did have some of the best jokes like Slaps Giving. Was, I don't remember. No record. So basically what <laughs> I love about I agree with you by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what I loved about how I met your mother was that they'll take the joke but they they'll they don't throw it all at you all at the same time. So they'll put it like Slapsgiving was like five different slaps and they'll like sprinkle it in maybe like once or twice a season. And then uh the doppelganger um bit that like each of them had their doppelganger in New York. Like Ted Mosby was like a wrestler at one point. So they like intertwined that and then something else that they did that I liked was their real life partners were on the show. Really? I didn't know that. Wait, Ted Mosby so, has a girlfriend in real life? I'm sure he's married in real life. Well, except for Jason Siegel and, and Ted Mosby, but like Kobe um, Smothers, her husband, which is um, Taryn Killam, he oh, is on right. SNL and he did a, sh- he's on, he has a show called, I think, Divorce or something like that, that has the girl from Gossip Girl. Lisa Mister, I can't say her name. Oh, uh, Layden Meester. Layden Meester. Yeah, she a, has a, a she name. has a music album. Layden Meester. Yep. Yeah. So like he was on the show too. Um, Neil Patrick Harris's husband played the the cafeteria lunch man that was in love with Lily's character, and then Lily's husband was the anchor with Robin's character. So, so everyone popped up at some point. I yeah. so, trying to see who her husband is. <laughs> go, go ahead, keep talking. Yeah. Sorry. He also played. Um, 
King George. Oh my god, it's, it's the guy from New Girl that, that just dated and yes. who sucked. The really boring guy that likes yeah. the cream. That was him. That's the husband. Yes. That's fucking hilarious, dude. And he also did Hamilton on Broadway. Did he? Yes, he played um King George. No shit. Yes. Yes. Oh my god, I wonder wow. if that's who oh, Scott Nevelyn saw. He has my respect then. All right. Yeah, uh-huh. King George is Alexis's absolute oh, he's favorite. My, he's my I favorite. love him. Like that that guy to me does no wrong, man. I didn't know they were married. Look at that. All right. Yeah, they're married. I love her. She's great. I just think the whole I I don't think that they thought out the story enough. I thought what they did with Ted Mosby never even getting married, just having sorry, spoiler alert, just having the kids. And then in the end, he was just in love with Robin. Like, no, but oh. he did get married and he had the kids. Like for that like two episodes that you actually see who the actual mother was. And then they killed her off. Sorry, spoiler alert. The mom died. Remember how we say it? And then we're like, oh, that was a spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) The mom died. It was so bad. But what I did like was that they brought the ending back to the beginning with that blue French horn. Um, That was the the thing. I'm like, you know what? I I can respect that ending. Just for that part. But like... I I didn't like it. I really didn't like when they made Marshall a judge. I don't know. The show lost it. I loved Barney Stinson's character. I thought he was a gem. I thought when they had him get married to Robin, that was stupid. I feel like he should have been a perpetual bachelor. Some people just are, and that's okay. Like, not everyone has to get married, and I, I don't I like I did it. like his ending with him having the baby. Another spoiler alert. I didn't even know he had a baby. It's fine. Spoiler yeah. alert. Don't watch the show, people. Well, <laughs> everything. He ended up having a baby, and that ended up being the love of his life. Also stupid. I mean, not. Don't get me wrong. As a mom, I I get it. Because like, We're, we are parents, and our son is the love of our life. That's for sure. No, it, like, please refer to my Twitter account where I literally tweeted this morning. It, it's I feel. I look at my son, and I feel like my heart's gonna explode. We're good parents, but <laughs> but at the end of the day, the truth is, at the end of the day, like, yes, he's absolutely, absolutely the love of your life, but. How did we like put it? It's like, he's like our littlest love that's made from our greatest love. Like it, it's weird. It's like mm-hmm. he this because of this love story. And mm-hmm. and it's just, it, it makes that relation. They're just so separate. You know what I mean? And, and I just think that like Ted Mosby's obsession with marriage is what guides him in the wrong path because he can't, mm-hmm. he's just so obsessed with getting married that he, it, it, it's almost like he doesn't even care who he's marrying. As long as he just wants to get married. Yes. Yeah. And I, I don't think you should live your life like that as someone who's married. <laughs> yeah. As someone that used to think like Ted and like every boyfriend I had, I'm like, oh, we're going to get married. We're going to get married. And ironically, my now husband was the one relationship. I'm like, eh, we'll see. Well, I know he was the one that you met and you were like, I can't stand this guy. <laughs> true. All true things. It's a foundation to a strong marriage right there. We're at- yeah. Alexis and me met and Alexis was like I don't believe in marriage at all and I was all like I don't cuddle don't touch me (laughs) (laughs) I currently guys they're cuddling right now (laughs) so long story short don't think you're going to marry the person that's how you end up marrying them (laughs) yeah in conclusion and that that is an Alexis tip (laughs) from two happily married people yeah show no interest if if you want to marry that person your interest be standoffish. Close your arms. Turn your back. Well, Janny was the first person I told I wanted to marry you. I was like, ah, yeah. crap, Janelle. I think this is the one. <laughs> you should have warned me. 
I think we need to do another one on just movies. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Have, that, you that, seen, have you guys seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Oh, I haven't seen yeah. it yet. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, like I feel like that's something that you guys would like and I would like. I just haven't had the time to see it. Uh, we watched it pretty consistently for a, a, a good while, but we haven't watched it in, in like a couple of years. But we're like maybe three or four seasons behind. So I will say that it doesn't hook you the way like New Girl does, but it does hook you. And you don't fall in love with the characters. I, you know what? That's an interesting point to raise. Like what makes a sitcom like New Girl friend status and what makes a sitcom something you enjoy in passing? Well, you have to like the characters. They have to be likable. They have to be something that, that you feel is someone that you can relate to in some capacity, right? And, like, it just it has to be funny. The jokes have to land. You know, they, they have to be jokes that are fresh, you know, not something that you've heard a million times before. And, like, the gags, right, or, like, any, like, the shtick that they do, it can't be anything that you've seen a million times before. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine meets all those requirements, and yet it still doesn't have the notoriety that New Girl or Friends has. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's um, and it has a great cast. Like you, it has Terry Crews. It has Andy Samberg. Oh, it's fantastic. It's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. But, but honestly, like I feel, especially now, uh, even though you can't really count now because of how extreme things are. But I think also the subject matter of the show also mm-hmm. prevents it from being as popular as it could be. Um, I don't think that that apply. I mean, not to say that you know, of course, police brutality has existed since that show launched, but. I don't think that that necessarily was like a topic of heated discussion the way it is now. You know what I mean? Like now I think people would be, well, I'm not going to watch it because it's glorifying. Yeah. Well, the new season was supposed to come out this year, but obviously everything that's been going on, they pushed it back to next year. Well, you know, combined with the virus, but also with the protest, they pushed it back to next year to be sensitive to what's going on. Well, right. Cause you're basically, yeah, I think that's a, that was a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's tough, man. Because remember, the show was also on Fox. Fox also canceled it, and now it's on NBC. So, it, I don't know, man. It's it, it's tough to say. But like I said before, network shows, like I feel like they don't have the strength they had back in the day because everything's streaming now. Everything's Netflix. Well, it's, it's difficult to compete when you're competing against networks that uh, against streaming platforms that don't have the restrictions network TV has. Mm. So if I can make crude jokes and curse more and I mean that, I mean, you know, people claim like, Oh, bad words don't add to comedy. No, they do. They really do. Like look at what we do in the shadows. How have we not (laughs) been in the shadows? (laughs) Fucking guy. guy. I try to have like my mother-in-law watch one episode because I'm dying laughing, and then I'm like, I immediately regret this decision. It was like about like one of the orgies with like the oh, vampires, so and I'm cool. like, what? What am Dude, I watching? This is I so got my parents right and they binged the whole series at the start of the quarantine. My dad freaking loves Nadia. I think one of we just uh, again here we go another example of a sitcom that just like we've rewatched now. I can't even tell you how many times. Several times. Yeah, and. One of the episodes we just rewatched the other day was um, the part that uh, they're talking about vampire sex, about the orgies. Yeah. And then they're like, what's it like? And they're being interviewed, right? So in case anybody hasn't heard about this, babe, this is your show. You should be talking. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, I, I talked about that show, like, like from to, yeah. And lot. going back to your last episode. Yeah, like literally my, my last episode was, I talked about that show at length. Yeah. 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 The movie is crap. You don't need to see the movie. You don't don't pay two dollars to watch the movie. 
You heard that, Carlos? Sorry, uh, Carlos. I hope Danya's listening to this and she'll watch the show because she won't because she says she saw the movie and it was awful. And I'm like, no, the movie sucks. Don't watch it. Yeah. yeah. The movie no, is crap. Black told you, you know, to not let her watch the movie because she wouldn't have liked it. And Danny did it to her, not me. So oh, okay. <laughs> blame well, Danny. It's, it's the husband's fault. Got it. Um, but what do you call it? So, so for anybody who hasn't seen it, it's about a coven of vampires that live in Staten Island and they're in modern day um new york and what's hysterical is that they're it's a documentary so it's humans filming them and then they just like they interact with with the camera crew all the time you see them in really dangerous situations so in some way you can relate as a human like what your life would be like if you were on this documentary crew and like they write music and then like they're 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 brainstorming lyrics and one of the lyrics is like documentary crew i want to eat you so bad And it's like, that makes sense because you're a vampire and these are humans like right in your grasp. Mm-hmm. And, um, but there's one episode of them having a vampire orgy. And so they interview all the guys and the guys are like, it's amazing. It's unlike anything else. And they get to the female vampire, Nadia. And they're like, how's vampire sex? And she's like, it's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> like not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> so was it meaning first thing turning into to a vampire? Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh, she's so funny. And when she's like elevating and she dies. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, I'm so sorry, Bill, me, I have insurance because she comes back I'm to life. My parents <laughs> it's like, you're dead. What the fuck? And then Nadia's trying to see, okay, what's your power? Like, you have to have a power. I just love Nadia's interaction with the camera. Like, when, when, when she discovers the power, and she's like, did you see that? No, I didn't know she is with Jeff, and she's like, Jeff. <laughs> Which one? With Jesk. With Jesk. With Jesk. Who's Jesk? Like, it's, it's like a, like, oh my God. like oh, you're jumping off, and it's just like, I love when she gets mad at Nandor because she finds out that he pillaged her village and she was like, she's talking to the documentary crew and she's like, I will kill him and make his skin my clothes and then go to his mother's house and tell her I am wearing your son as a dress. (laughs) (laughs) But her rage and her fury is so authentic. (laughs) It it just feels Colin Robinson. Colin Robinson is the best. No, and then when he finds his soulmate, that she's also part of the SNL cast. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. So she, funny. She's uh, the emotional vampire. The uh, emotional she was actually uh, in um, "I Love You, Man." Uh, she, she was the, the girl that uh, that they put on the date with Justin Siegel, and she hit him. Yes. With, this is <laughs> this is my nightmare. <laughs> Dude, she is. Um, that whole Colin Robinson is just like the best when he multiplies. When he, I mean. Wait, see, man. Again, again. <laughs> Don't say see, man. <laughs> no, and then he's like, "Well, you know, I could do it with like the dry cleaner." He's like, I-, "I just had to go to the dry cleaner, but might as well get something in return." <laughs> he's like, he made it sound so dangerous, and then he slips on blood, and his outfit. <laughs> Nadia looks at the camera and is like, "Why don't you just put on another one of your beige outfits?" <laughs> <laughs> and she's so proud of that because she's terrible actually at like 
roasting people, but she thinks she's good. No, no, she's good. No, she's really good at roasting people. Like the, when, when she was getting mad at, at Nandor for sacking her village, he was like, "That's not me in the painting." He's like, "Really? Then who the fuck is Persian Frank Zappa riding on a horse?" <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite though is when they fight the werewolf co- coven. Oh god! And then they get like bitch checked because they're like, "What is this Twilight?" <laughs> like, like <laughs> I just. And the Native American guy was like, I happen to be a werewolf, not because I am a Native American, but because I'm a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the, no, and the hat, the, the hat that like uh, that he loves. Oh, the curse. Like, oh, it's, it's a bloody hat. Oh my gosh. You know what is not a popular opinion with you? I don't really know about anybody else because I don't know a lot of people watch this show. Um, I don't actually like. Well, I'm gonna call him Ruxin's character. <laughs> oh, okay. What's his name? Oh God. Uh, um, the ugh. the dude that owns the vampire that owns the club that fights. Oh with- yeah, yeah. He does um a show on Netflix that's actually pretty funny called Big Mouth. I forgot his name. Yeah, we, we tried watching Big Mouth, but I couldn't really get too into it. I have no recollection the, of it. The, the cartoon one. The cartoon. Oh one. yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, I block things out when they don't entertain me. <laughs> <laughs> um. He's also in the show called The League, which is really, really, really funny. That's a really fucking funny show. I heard that show is really funny. That show, and he's amazing. He's my favorite character on The League. And then you see him on What We Do in the Shadows, and I actually can't stand him. He's also, have you ever seen Publicity? No, but he dated Amy Poehler. Really? Yeah. They dated. After she broke up with Will Arnett. Wait, wait, she broke up with They're not together anymore? No way. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, that's the cheese that, that she I, went high Aliyah. I didn't know you. that shit. Wow. That, I went I'm, 305 on you right now. I'm right now. <laughs> yeah, but they dated for, for like a year or two. Wow. Okay. Damn. I didn't know that. Wow, I'm behind on my. Wait, is Will Arnett the dude that played? He, he's Lego <laughs> Batman. He's not actually Batman. No, I know that. I'm saying that's the guy from that show. That we watched at the start of the quarantine. God, I can't remember anything. He out. did. Um, he with Jason Bateman. I know which show you're talking about. Um, Arrested Development. Jeb. No, no, because you're saying a show they did with Amy Poehler. What Parks and Rec? Parks and Rec. No, that was Adam Scott. I thought she was married to him in real life. No, no, no. Here, I, I'll show. I'll show you who Will Arnett is. Why don't Will I? Arnett did so Arrested Development with Jason Bateman. And actually, that that cast was actually pretty good. No, he's creepy fucking looking. Anyways, <laughs> so I'm glad they broke up. Fuck that guy. I'm glad they're not together anymore. Oh my gosh! Wait. So let's talk a little bit more. So, Janelle, you got into what we do in the shadows because you guys. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that experience. As magical as everything I wanted it to be. <laughs> it was literally the funniest show. Like from episode one. I think I almost peed myself laughing. And Albert's coming and he's like, what the hell's wrong with you? And I'm dying of laughter. And I'm like, it's so funny. What got you into the show? Because you were like, we're going to watch this. Um, well, because I knew about the movie. And, you know, obviously I haven't watched it. But the, the people behind the show was why I watched it. Because it's Taika Waititi, Jermaine Clement, who are like, you know, geniuses and what they do like those guys can do no wrong with me you know, which is why i still want to watch the movie because it's those two and i love those two guys actually adina jermaine clement he's the one that played tokatoa in moana the crab the giant crab yeah that was jermaine the giant crab. Crab? that's 
Jeremy and Columbus. I'm shiny. No, I know yeah. who the crab is in Moana. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it was yeah. really funny when she was like, Tokatoa. I'm like, who the fuck is Tokatoa? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the crab guy. Crab and guy. he also did a band um, called Flight of the Concourse. Yeah, Flight of the Concourse, yeah. That, that, Jenny, that I know, I know yeah. Maui and I know Moana. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Then there's a chicken, there's a pig, there's a grandma, there's a crab. Like the pig is the cutest character, and he only shows up in the beginning, and that's it. Poor you don't pig. see the pig. They made well, him. Like, he gets her a face like while she's eating fried pork chunks. Yeah. It's so well, funny. It's because they ate him. You know that. Yeah. Oh, don't say that. They're in. A, they're in a. They're in Hawaii. They, they eat pigs all the time, dude. I want to be Moana for Halloween, and I want Maddox to be Maui, and then I want Alexis to be the chicken. We're still debating. <laughs> we also might do. We all well. We sh- that one might be the winner. Okay. Frau, Doctor Evil, and Mini Me. Uh, Mini Me, yeah. <laughs> like it's a special edition of that. Send I- in the cloud. <laughs> but um, uh, that's that would be really funny. We should probably do that one. Yeah. But um, and then can you have the dogs be sharks with laser beams on their heads? <laughs> oh my God, please. Perfect. Absolutely. Sharks with freaking laser beams. <laughs> laser beams. We should do a whole episode dedicated to Awesome Powers. Awesome Powers. Oh, yeah, no, that's an easy one to do. Easy one to do. But uh, all right, guys. So, uh, I feel we definitely laid out some shows, you know, hopefully shows that people sh- will check out, except for How I Met Your Mother. Do not watch that show. It sucks. <laughs> but, but everything else that we've mentioned are all fantastic shows in their own right. <laughs> what? <laughs> my name is Ernesto de la Cruz. I don't care what your fucking name is. I have to pick up my own dry cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal with what just happened. <laughs> no one cares. No one cares. <laughs> All right, watch that show so you can get that scene. That's, that's what we do in the shadows. <laughs> All right, so I, I want to go ahead and uh, thank my guests for joining me this week. I want to thank you, ladies, for uh, joining me. And we'll be back to do this again, but with movies. You guys excited for that? Woo! And I think you should do a musical episode with Janelle because she knows way more oh, about musicals please. than any of us. Oh, okay, well, like, like I got to think of more musicals that I've seen because I'm pretty sure we listed all the ones I've ever seen on that. Oh, no, there's more. There's always more. Yeah, no, no, there's, there's always more. But these are the ones that I've actually sat down and watched because it's hard for me to watch a musical. It's I'll, I'll re-listen to the episode, even though I live-tweeted you guys as as I listened to the podcast. <laughs> that shit was and, so like, funny. and the whole time you were live-tweeting us, I just felt like, wow, our episode is so mediocre because Janelle knows so much more about musicals than we do. You need to have me and your cousin Kirsten. For the for the musicals, yeah, Kirsten knows a lot of musicals too. Okay, uh, I'm so excited for this. I'm <laughs> 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 a musical for an hour and a half. It's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, as usual, you guys find me on Instagram. My handle is at Alexis underscore says underscore. Uh, my wife also has her little home blog on Instagram. It is at Go Home Adina. Oh, you want to talk about that a little bit? It's basically Alexis's home blog where he does all these house projects for me, and I pretend, I pretend I do them. I guess yeah. she <laughs> she has the vision. I provide the free labor. People like to call us Chip and Joanna Gaines, and Alexis likes to call it yeah, exploitation. I'm, I'm, I'm way too brown for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm way too brown to be a, a Chip Gaines. Okay, I'm, I'm more of a day laborer. So <laughs> that, that's where I stand. Uh, and Janelle, um, anywhere we can find you at. Um, I, my shit's on private, so. <laughs> so fuck you, don't contact me. It's a fucking <laughs> privilege, you me, son. It's a privilege. Except you can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> you can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> no one's going to hire you. They know you watch TV at work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, 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 but I didn't, no one did anything at that job. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is why it got dissolved. Yeah. <laughs> now, and now I do pay attention and I listen to the podcast instead. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, so please check out her LinkedIn. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining me. All right, guys. Until next time, take care of each other and peace out. Thank you.